Welcome to another episode of Marketing 101 for Chiropractors, where we keep you ahead of the curve, attracting more new patients and growing your business. Now, here's your host, Dr. D himself. Welcome to another week of Marketing 101 for chiropractors and health service providers and anyone that wants to help and serve more people. This week, we're talking about workshops. How do you get butts in seats when you've got so many great things to teach your community? <clears throat> That's a great question. And we make two mistakes as providers. One, we think no one wants to listen to us, which hurts us. That's a negative mindset. And the other mistake we make is we pick topics that are not very appealing to the public. <clears throat> How chiropractic can help you live to 100. Yeah, nobody wants to come to that workshop. Save your time. Nobody wants to come to it. How to live to 100 by biohacking your DNA. Yeah, people definitely want to come to that one, even though I don't agree with any of that of what I just said. But you see the difference between the two? Both of them, you're going to give them health and lifestyle tips that are going to be based around fitness, diet, and exercise. And one says you do utilization of chiropractic. The other one says you're going to biohack. Well, the biohacking is the term and the, and the target and the trigger word that may get more attention to that. So we got to start with that stuff. So in this episode, we are going to go through the top 10 things you can do to fill your workshop. And it's a little bit more cumbersome than you may think. You must have the content development and the constant contact going out there, content, in order to get people to come to your workshops and your seminars. So let's go through it. Step number one, you got to define the audience you want to talk to. We, we kind of reverse engineer this and say, what topic do you think people want to listen to? Well, the first thing you need to do is define your target audience. And your target audience is probably going to be your ideal client or the people that you want to help. So don't do a colic workshop if you like helping 40-year-old weekend warriors because you're going to get a lot of colicky kids in your office, right? Or vice versa. Don't do a weekend warrior workshop when you are a pediatric chiropractor that wants to help and serve more children. So that's what we need to do is define your target audience. You need to understand who will benefit the most from your workshop. Identify their needs, their interests, and tailor your marketing efforts towards them. Okay? So if you're taking notes, define your target audience, but identify their needs. What is it that they need? And just ask your patients that are coming to your office that are struggling with anything that you're helping them with, how can I help you? What's the need? They're going to point to the pain and say, help me with the pain. But honestly, you're going to get some great answers from your patients telling you, you know, I just need more time to be able to stretch. I'm just going to need more. Uh, I just don't have the time to uh, get a massage. I don't have the time to figure out what nutrition to take. I don't have the time to. And then you end up de developing these programs in your office. They're like, oh man, not only, not only am I good at helping people with sciatica, but I add an extra 10 minutes to their appointments and I charge them for stretching, manual therapy, uh, grassing technique, active release technique, myofascial technique. Uh, I put together a nutrition package for them. I have it right in the office. They walk out with it. It's an extra $400. I don't know. I just made that up. But by, by defining your target audience and, and solving the problems that they bring to you, you just got to ask the questions. As a chiropractor or a physical therapist or an acupuncturist or a massage therapist or whatever it is that we do, 
we look, we listen to the chief complaints and then we use our education and our skills to determine what to do next. Oh, we're going to adjust the thoracic spine because of A, B, and C. And that's how we were trained. Instead of asking, okay, I already know that A, B, and C. How, how is this affecting your life? How is this? Those are the questions that when you ask, defines your target audience and then leads you into workshops that are powerful. Okay, number two, engaging event title and description. Please, th this is what I was talking about with the how, how to live to 100 through chiropractic care versus how to biohack your DNA and live forever. Different types of descriptions will get what's going on there. And, and another aside is there's a lot, there's a lot of PowerPoints out there that you can buy. You can buy them for five bucks and you can buy them for $5,000. I know, I know you know what I'm talking about. And you buy these and the passion and commitment and speech and tone of the person who created that workshop is in that workshop. And then you look at it and you're like, I, I don't see anything that's unique or wowing me about doing this and you don't even know where to start. So that's never a good strategy is copying someone else's PowerPoint, putting it into your office and then trying to do it. It's not going to come across as powerful. You have to develop this stuff on your own. So make sure it's organic. It's coming from your passions as quirky, as corny, as whatever you are and who you are. That's who you have to portray coming across in an extroverted type of way. So engaging title and then utilize all the online platforms that you can to create engaging posts, share the visual graphics that you create, hashtag everything, and just keep posting it well in advance before the workshop. You cannot do this seven days before your workshop. You should be whispering and talking and mentioning this, everything that you're going to teach in this workshop in your content prior to that. So the decompression you do in the office, the manual therapy you do in the office, the chiropractic adjustments you do in the office, the physical therapy you do in the office, the stretching you do in the office, everything that's tied to the sciatic and low back problems that you're going to do in the workshop is building over time and the content is there. So when pre people crisscross across all your platforms, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, across everything, they're seeing this sprinkled all over the place saying, yeah, this is the clinic that does that work. So that's really important. Email marketing. Most of you are so bad at this email marketing thing. You have this huge list. You don't even, you have all these emails. You've never put them into a list. And then all you have to do is put them into a list and hit send. And you're going to have a whole bunch of people come to your workshop. Because these are internal lists, you would say, bring a friend to your workshop. Bring your spouse, bring a friend, bring a neighbor, bring someone that you think or that you know has a, B, and C, that we're going to answer A, B, and C at the workshop. Bring them to that. Email marketing. Build a list. You build a list by the social outreach that you do, spending a couple bucks on Facebook ads with your ebook on how to solve sciatica. You send out that ebook and you attach it to a form and you just post it all over the internet. You spend a couple of dollars. You target your ideal client within a radius of your office, both on Instagram and Facebook, and then you have your Eventbrite in the background or meet up in the background with the event date, but then everything is just crisscrossing through that. And then you put that in your email marketing as well. You, you say, share, 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 share this email with your friends and family. They get the ebook at the same landing page that you're sending everyone else to. The friends go to that landing page. 
They then put in their name, email, and phone number. Now you just keep continuing building your list for pennies. That's how you do it. Another great strategy is collaborating with local influencers that may be helping the same types of patients in other industries. Hairdressers. Hairdressers deal with people with neck and back pain all the time. They literally sit there. Women sit there for four hours talking about their pain, their neck pain, their headaches, whatever it is, as they get their hair done. Hairdressers are fantastic cooperators with chiropractors. That's just one. And I'm sure you can think of many other ones that talk about this stuff all the time. Identify, you know, influential individuals and experts who have a following and reputation in your area. You may see other, um, other people in other industries, maybe physical therapists or pediatricians or whatever, who have a huge following on social media. These are people you want to cooperate with. Invite them into the workshop. Invite, invite them to cooperate with you, maybe post for you on your workshop saying, hey, our good friends at ABC Chiropractic are doing this cool sciatica thing. If you're suffering from sciatica, I highly advise you to go see the best in town, you, and their workshop that they're holding on July 28th, whatever it may be. That's what you want to be doing with cooperation. Content marketing is lower down the list. This is where you create valuable content uh, videos, snippets of your presentation. If this is the first time you're going to do it, a great thing to do is get some video content from that workshop. Just record it. Have some set up an iPhone in the background. Just record it. Record yourself doing it or have another staff taking pictures and videos as you're doing it. This could be used for future events. But in the meantime, you can use all the posts and marketing that you're doing in the meantime as snippets and reels and posts and boosts through your social media to build this up. And we're talking tens of dollars, not hundreds of dollars to do this. You got to build up the the momentum for your workshop. Uh, Offer... You know, early bird discounts offer the for the first you know twenty people that sign up, they get the free copy of our ebook. Everyone who signs up now for it gets a copy of the ebook. Everyone who signs up now gets you know whatever doesn't matter. You can do this you know for a sciatica workshop, probably not not the most lucrative there. Uh, leverage your networks and partnerships that you have as well. Leverage everything. Uh, bring it to your networking group. Say, hey, by the way, guys, I'm doing this workshop. Here's some flyers, or here's a QR code you can share with your networks and let them know that we're doing this. Um, and then the materials, the flyers and handouts are not as big as they used to be. There's some coffee houses and some grocery stores that still have bulletin boards. And if your ideal client is a 50 year old male or female, doesn't matter. You may be wanting to put flyers around the grocery store, the local coffee house, the, the places where they may walk by and, and see this. And again, a QR code there or just the phone number, email, and address all on the bottom or all on a corner so that someone can take out their phone and take a picture of it. And then they're like, oh, it says the date, the address, the phone number of how to get in contact with you. QR codes go a long way too. And then you just have to constantly engage it. As you can see, all those points that I've put out for you, none of them say do a Facebook ad. But that is the final strategy. And I'm bringing up all those other points that need to be done first in order to have a successful Facebook ad campaign. This is where all digital agencies fail. Sure, we can help you join our program, pay us $2,000 a month, do our workshops. We can do all this stuff for you. They look at your social media, it completely sucks. Don't say a word and then blast ad spend and wonder why you get three people to show up for your workshop. 
which is not a bad thing. You could possibly sign up for new patients with three people there. It's happened to me many times. Eight people show up, 16 new patients. Rico, how does that happen? Well, they have multiple kids, so they sign up the whole family or whatever, whatever ends up happening because of the workshop. So that is what we need to do first. And that's why I saved the Facebook ad till the end. Yes, now the final step as we get within 14 days of your event or 10 days of your workshop is where you launch a Facebook campaign. The reason why two weeks is the magic number is that anything more than that, people that sign up for something three, four weeks in advance will forget about it by the time, it doesn't matter how many email reminders you send them, will forget about it. Their plans then change. They are now no longer in town that day that you're doing it. When you do it within two weeks, people know where they're going to be next Thursday or next Tuesday or next Saturday, whenever, whenever you do this workshop. That is the strategy behind that is that once they sign up, there's a higher return on that. Could you do it a month out? Sure. Could you do it five days out? Sure. I don't think you're giving people enough time, but that 14, 10 to 14 day range launching your event that has a linear effect to it where the Facebook ad has a com compelling title to it of what this workshop's all about, who wants to come to a workshop. A lot of people default and say, can I do a virtual workshop? Absolutely you can. There's a completely different strategy for virtual workshops. You pre-record this thing. And then you have an automation that sends this out at 7 p.m. on that Thursday, and you don't even have to show up unless you want to do it live. Then you don't have to do it live. If you do the automation that way, it then shows up live at 7 p.m. from your YouTube channel. That's private. The video pops up in the landing page that you've sent all the people that signed up for your virtual um, workshop. They are now watching it live because they showed up. Some of them come in late, and then some of them miss it. They're like, dang it, I missed the workshop. And then all of them get a, a, an email with the workshop in the landing page to watch it anytime that they want. So that's the virtual strategy to it. If you try and withhold this information from people, well, the chances are that they'll probably never hear it. And I don't know if that's the point of even doing a workshop as a healthcare provider. It's a different strategy to withhold information for people that um, need to make decisions quickly for other products and other things. But when it comes to your services, you just want to give the information out there so that they come, come to it. So all of our workshops are on our YouTube channel and they have like one view because even though I tell them, go watch it on our, they don't because that, that's it. That's why we do in-house workshops. The power of an in-house workshop is that the close rate, you get the access to a close rate. It's why um, timeshares still do it the exact same way. Come here, stay at the hotel. We're going to give you two free nights. You just pay the tax on it, 60 bucks. They do all this stuff for you, but you got to sit through this three-hour workshop on. And they sit there, and they pretty much, the close is pretty hardcore. They're sitting there. They're not letting you get up. They're telling you all the plans. Which one are you going to sign up for? And you're like, I'm not. I'm not in the, I'm not in the timeshare business. I don't want to do this. And they're like, well, there's only option A or an option B. And you're like, thank you. But I'm not right. And that, and that's why they still do that. It's a hard close. And I think that's why we don't want to do it because we don't want to be a hard close, but you don't have to be a super hard close. You can be a firm close. And that's what I think we should be as uh, healthcare providers. You just have to be certain in the information that you're giving out that you are the answer and the solution, one of the viable solutions to their problem then your confidence goes through the roof because you know this. So the problems we have is like, how do we package chiropractic or whatever it is that we do, boring thing that we do, into a workshop? And for all those people that rah, rah, rah saying, oh, of course they want to learn about chiropractic. No, they don't. 
They don't want to. They, no one wants to come to a workshop, period. They come to a workshop because they are in need of information and looking for answers. And that's the power of it is attracting those people to your workshop. So then the Facebook ad is a compelling title to this that matches the title that they land on on the landing page. And you can use Eventbrite as your landing page. It's nice because it secures the ticket sale. And then there's more detail on the Eventbrite and it's simplified on the Facebook ad, what they're going to learn, the five things that they're going to walk away from and the two things that most of their medical doctors are not telling them about this condition and how you're going to solve it. And if you come to this, this is what you get. And here's how you contact us. And it's usually an inform. You can do a lead form on the on Facebook, or you can send them right to Eventbrite. I've done both. I like both. They both work. How much should I spend, Doctor D? Well, it depends how what the what your target audience is and what where you are, where your demographic is. But three hundred dollars on a ten day uh, workshop in advance, posting that out, three hundred dollars is a healthy head um, spend. Five hundred is 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 a good spend. You know, 500 is an ambitious spend. I think if you start pushing $1,000 for, for a workshop, it really depends. Now you've got some big goals. Maybe you want to fill up, you know, try and get 100 people registered so that 50 show up. Maybe that's your goal. Uh, then you might want to be pushing in the upper hundreds. But, you know, ad spend, but that's it. But five, if you're going to, if I had to pick a number right now, like, well, come on, man, finish this podcast with a solid answer, 500 bucks. 500 bucks in most areas that I talk to you guys is probably what you want to be spending on a ad spend for your Facebook campaign, for your workshops, okay? But it's it's more it's got to be compelling and and as we wrap up this this podcast, it has to have content that has built up on it for months. For months with an s plural. Not one month. Not like you had this idea and I'm going to do a workshop at the end of the month. You can try it, but don't have high expectations and don't spend 5, 7, 900 dollars on your ad spend. Try the 300 and be happy with the four people that showed up because you've got four potential new patients from that and didn't spend that much, okay? It's not about the spend. It's about your time. It's about your effort. And if you put in low effort and you only have 62 posts on your Facebook page and you're like, oh, I don't know why people won't show up to my – well, we, you know, we got thousands of posts on our feeds that have tons of content in there that when they scroll, they can scroll for a couple hours going through our content. That that builds it and also builds your algorithm in, in the back end of Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. So just talk about the same principles over and over again. Build the Always have content going. That passion that you have to do a workshop, document it right now. Pull out your phone, shoot a video, and start talking about that topic. And then just pick and choose and edit and crop and shorten and reel and whatever, 30-second splits of what you're talking about and put it out there. Uh, that's one thing I've been horrible with with this podcast is just because I don't have the manpower and the team to go ahead and take the reels and the splits and 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 take the important information from this podcast and broadcast it on my social media. But that's not the goal of this whole thing. It's for you guys to learn and to grow from it. So go ahead Go do that workshop, follow those steps in those orders, and you're going to have greater success with your workshops and you're going to fill more people in there and then consistently do it. Tweak it and consistently be on that topic if it's truly something that you thoroughly enjoy. Uh, go for it because you're going to help many, many people with it and it's a great medium for it. But keep building your lists. Keep sticking with it. If you have any questions, I'm here from you for you at any time at EnricoD.com and all of our other handles. 
Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a rating. It helps get our podcast out to more listeners. Also, join Marketing 101 for Chiropractors on Facebook or visit us at EnricoD.com for more information on growing and scaling your business.